Hello, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to the Spiritualpreneur Podcast, your go-to podcast for business coaching with a spiritual twist. I'm your host, Haley Kay, energy healer and intuitive business coach on a mission to get you ridiculously excited about driving your business forward. Being a spiritual business owner brings unique challenges that you probably didn't encounter in the traditional nine to five. Selling yourself and your gifts, letting go of control, trusting in the universe, and believing in yourself and your inevitable success. You have valuable gifts to share, and I want to help you use them to create the business of your dreams. We're about to embark on a life-changing journey of spirituality, business, and expansion. So let's begin. Welcome back to another episode of the Spiritual Printer Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Kay, and I have a very special episode for you today. I am chatting with the lovely and amazing Lauren Taylor. Lauren is an intuitive mentor, spiritual guide, and host of the Smiling Soul Podcast. Through her signature program, More Than Worthy, she helps women uncover what truly lights them up and inspires them to live a purpose-filled life that aligns with their heart. As a personal one-on-one mentor, Lauren uses her intuitive guidance to help her clients hear their own intuitive voice and take action in full alignment with their purpose. This is a really special episode because there's actually two parts to this episode. In the first part, I usually chat with um, my co-hosts about their business and what they're doing, but in this episode, Lauren is actually doing a tarot reading on me. So I was asking, she was, she actually started asking me about an exam that I am currently going to be writing in the next couple of days, and we chatted a little bit about it, and then she pulled some tarot and she was doing some intuitive guidance for me, which is was so great. It was so needed when it happened. And then the second part, I jump in and do our human design. So something um, I just felt called to share as well about this is Lauren was actually one of the very first people who I practiced my human design readings on, and it just flowed. It just came through so easily. It was just, I knew that the guidance that was coming through was exactly what was needed for her at the time when she was launching her More Than Worthy program. And, uh, it, it's just, I'm so excited for you to hear it. If you are interested in the More Than Worthy program, I highly, highly recommend it. I did it myself. I went through and um, her content is amazing. And her one-on-one calls are just so, um, it's just such a beautiful space. She is so amazing at putting together community and she's just so full of love and open And so I highly recommend working with her if you feel called to. And with that, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, so, hi Haley, how are you? Hi Lauren, good, how are you? Yeah, good. I'm so excited to do this tarot reading today. Um, so what I'm going to do is uh, pull an oracle card first for the overall theme of today's okay. reading, and then I'm going to pick uh, three tarot cards. And it's kind of going to be recent. The first card will be the recent past, and then the middle, uh, the middle card will be the present, and then the um, final card will be what's like something to look forward to um, okay. in, in the near future. So we'll start with the. Um, oracle card so I'm just going to give them a good shuffle and then you 
let me know when it feels good uh, to stop. You just say stop. Okay, stop. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it is a reversed card. And when we pick reverse cards, it's for me, it's usually something internal that's going on um, or something in the subconscious. Um, but we have the return of the Aphrodite. Aphrodite, sorry. Oh, pretty. It is pretty. So these are the mermaid cards um, for anybody listening <laughs> today. Um, so we have a return of the Aphrodite, temple, birth of the goddess, guidance, goddess energy, treating as sacred. Um, and so we have a picture of a mermaid that's half, uh, well, she's actually not a mermaid. It's a, she's a human. She's half out of the water, half underneath. Um, and then there's two dolphins swimming around her. And then she's got a seagull in one hand and then a key in the other. And yeah, and it just, and she looks very powerful. And then there's a number 13, card number 13, um, which in numerology is four, um, which is all about discipline. Um, so four is like uh, discipline, structure, routine, um, you know, setting yourself up. Um, it's like preparation mode kind of thing. So um, she's kind of, yeah, she's like, I mean, well, these are my mermaid cards, but I actually have, to be honest, I've never picked this card. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's the first time <laughs> I've seen it. I mean, maybe I've seen it when I first bought the deck, but I never pick it for myself. I've never picked it for anybody else. So this is really cool. Well, um, I, I think I know why. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, so yeah, what I'm seeing is like, she's kind of, she's got these two dolphins like uh, swimming around her. And it's kind of like, they're in a way they're in a way guiding her um they're like her support team maybe they're like uh, i mean it could be if you're looking at it on a spiritual level it could be um spiritual support team like your guides um it could be your intuition um but yeah it's this it, they're just kind of happily swimming around her like they're her um yeah they're her team and they're just they're on on the journey with her um so what yeah. this what it brings up is exactly what you brought up just as we started talking before recording is yeah I'm going to be writing an exam in September and so this is yeah it's about I've been debating so like the internal conflict of like do I approach this being really structured and set up my time and start to schedule when I'm going to study and schedule and do things or how the approach I've kind of taken to my business is just showing up when I can, you know, show up when I feel called to take inspired action and just kind of like go with the flow in that way. So I think it's going to be like a balancing act. So. Yeah. 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 And that's it. Like, and it is kind of this in the imagery in this is kind of like um, a balance. It's, there is balance, you know, it's like half and half, half land, kind of half water, like in a way. And yeah, it's like um, a balance of energies as well. Um, yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of light coming from the background as well, and it, it feels like there's just you know new new a new path kind of opening up, a new way forward. Um, but it requires discipline. You know, every time I see number thirteen, uh, like a lot of people see thirteen as like a bad luck number or something like this, but I don't I don't see it like that. I actually live in a number thirteen house. 
and, and in numerology at, at one plus three is four so four is very much around discipline and just like um yeah just being grounded firm you know uh, not getting uh, too carried away which is difficult for me like as a um, creative as well like I have to I struggle with this sometimes, um, but I feel it in the house. And like when I'm in the house, I'm, I'm quite like firm and grounded and just need to, you know, do whatever it is that has to be done. <laughs> and I'm like, I can be distracted at times, but overall the energy kind of pulls me back into alignment. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just the, that's the theme there. So I don't know, that's like, we're looking at the Oracle card as like the overall theme. So it's to create balance, as you said, um, you know, maybe discipline as you work towards this, um, like you have an exam coming up um, in preparation for that. Um, you know, there's all, she's also holding a key. So this is, this could be the, you know, the key to the new door that's about to open, you know. Um, and yeah, and I think, and with the, with the dolphins there um, and the bird, I mean, when I see birds, I always think of freedom. So um you know this could just be one it's like once you get through you're going to just feel so much more free like uh, you know within yourself but also um yeah you maybe maybe more clear-headed as well because water is very clear you know it's, a, it's all around clarity that's how i that whenever i see water it's very much around um yeah clarity so anyway that, i think that's cool how do you feel about that to start good makes sense yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's so funny because that was the first question you thought to ask about too right like I didn't think we were going to talk about that at all and then you were like hey I remember so you yeah. remembered it for a reason yeah for sure yep yeah okay so I'm just shuffling cards again and you can um, let me know when you feel good to stop Okay. Okay. I might. We might just keep shuffling, and then and I'll pull all three cards, and then we can go through them. Um, so when you're ready, we'll pull the second card. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay, so we're looking at all the upright cards, which is really, really cool. Um, there's lots of cups in here as well. You've got, okay, I'll start with the first one. I'm getting really excited. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can see so many things. <laughs> um, okay, so if we look at the recent past, uh, we have the Ten of Cups. And they're kind of like, it's a very abundant card. There's like a family there. They've got um, there's a, a couple and then two children. And then there's like a rainbow kind of above them that's just got all the cups there. And they've got their arms up and they're like, ah, oh, this is living, you know, <laughs> got the best life. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's like lots of greenery in the background. They've got land. The children are dancing. It's, it's a really happy, positive card. Um, 
and yeah, I mean, and it could even be like, it's a bit dreamy for me. Like every time I see this card, I think, oh, this is like a, it's always like a future card. Like maybe recently you've been very much thinking about like what's ahead for me in the future. And you may be visualizing a lot more of what you want. Um, maybe even reflecting on your past as well, because we, you know, we see family there as well. Um, you know, reflecting on your childhood, reflecting on those sorts of things, but also trying to figure out what kind of family you want to create in, in the future, what kind of life you want to have in the near future. So, and number 10 is, um, it's like endings, but at the same time, it's like a beginning as well. You know what I mean? Like it's like completions, like you've, you've excelled at something, you've, you've reached a certain point in, uh, with something and it's um, had a successful outcome. Um, but it's also opening up new doors and, you know, you're about to move forward into something new. Um, and yeah, but I mean, first of all, like I, I'm tuning into my intuition here, but what comes up for you when you see this card? Um, I, I guess something that I've been thinking about is like with this exam. So what I don't know if I shared yet is that I have not passed it in the past. So it brings up a lot of feelings about like, am I going to be able to pass this time? Like what's different about this time? And I think and something my mom even said to me too, is like, well, I'm in a different place than I was the, the, the last time. Um, and when you said like, like I have a house and, you know, and I'm in, in like a different even like area than I was like I'm more rural so I find something that yesterday we went and helped I had yesterday off we went and helped um my boyfriend Ben his brother move and we were in the city and I was I noticed like being in the city I was feeling very anxious and and kind of unsettled and then as we drove out to the house it just kind of like calmed and I was like feeling more at peace and I'm like oh this is why we moved to the country <laughs> um so it's just yeah it's just a different place in my life like things things have changed over the last few years and so maybe this is just like where I needed to be and you also cups is like about emotions right and I'm I'm learning more about tarot and yeah. um cups is like the emotions and so my emotional state I think is really what stood up to me is like where I was before I'm much more like calm and at peace and settled where I am in my life right now so that I think will have an impact as well mm -hmm. yeah definitely I mean you said settled like quite a few times as well like settled <laughs> and that's exactly what the ten of cups is like they look totally settled um but it could even just be like you said just settled within yourself settled like uh you know settled in your emotions and um, yeah that you've got the surroundings to support that at the same time like you said you're in the country you you're more aware now that when you when you do go in the city it can be overwhelming and you know you just you want to get back to that settled place um and yeah I think yeah I mean that's great that's I think um it's always a positive card seeing this um but yeah but definitely good to just like also reflect um on it anyway see what could be improved what could what you can do to move forward and this is just recent past like um it could still be going on for you you know like you said um be working on it um and so uh the next card we have so this is the present um and so first i'm gonna like go off my intuition here uh you can tell me what comes up for you 
And then I might even um, refer to one of my books just for an even more detail because this is a present card. Um, and then we'll do the same for the future card as well. Um, so the second one is the tower. And it looks a little bit crazy. <laughs> looks a bit like a disaster. <laughs> um, but it's not. It's not. It's not a. Um, it's not all bad, you know. Like, and I think whenever I see this, like, it it can just mean that you know things seem worse than they actually are. Um, and maybe it's just our mind as well. Like, just like creating all these stories. There's a lot of busyness in this card. Like, obviously, like there's so much happening. It's like. There's this tower, it's on fire, there's lightning, there's rain. <laughs> there's people falling out of buildings. It's crazy. <laughs> but it's like, I kind of like expecting, maybe focusing on the worst case scenario rather than the, uh, than the best case scenario. Maybe that's what's coming up whenever I see this. That's how I kind of feel. I think it's, for me, it's a bit more, it's just a lot of, maybe a drama going on, um, you know, or maybe I'm surrounded because this is upright. It might not even be so internal. It could be that your surroundings or maybe there's somebody or some something in your life that feels a little bit more dramatic than it has to be. And I don't know, or maybe it's the project that you're about to, um, you know, work on like this, going into this exam. Like there has been a lot of, um, a lot of you I know what you've from what you what, what you've explained to me um it's been a journey you know you've kind of gone back and forth on what you want and it just seems like it's that it just it seems like a very difficult task um and you just want to get through um but it's just taken yeah it's it's taken some time um but I think you know as the tower comes crashing down like that means that there's space kind of for new, um, and again, we're talking about beginnings, like new, um, it's room for new growth, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, yeah, I think that's, I don't know. I mean, what's the number here we've got? Um, like Roman numerals, let's have like 16. <laughs> um, so, so number 16, um, which ends one plus six is uh, seven. So it's seven is a spiritual number. It's very much around spiritual spirituality and, um so there could be yeah maybe it's just shaking whatever is going on externally for you right now can be just shaking up your spirit a little bit you know what I mean like it could be just yeah maybe fit maybe what uh, is making you feel a little bit unbalanced like I know you mentioned balance in the beginning here like you want to create that that balance and and the tower is not balanced you know it's just it's it's like it's a it's still standing but it's maybe about to just uh crumble but for good good reasons you know um for reasons that will help you move forward and grow and you know give you that space to just build something new for yourself yeah. i don't know yeah how I when you, what comes up for you <laughs> when you said growth i got chills like it, you said something like this is room for new growth or something um because when you started I, we were talking about emotions, right? We were just in the last card talking about emotions and how I was feeling settled in my emotions. Like I, I used to be very volatile and I kind of learned something that I have learned to do over the years is like um, be more, I'm thinking straight line with my emotional. It doesn't vary as much as it used to. So, but this particular thing has shaken up a lot of emotion in me. 
And uh, as I'm studying or as I'm doing practice exams, a lot of like the chaos of the card, what you were saying comes up because it's like, um, my ego likes to come in and be like, well, you, you failed in the past. Or I think about like the whole journey to get to this one in my mind is like one exam, like, but it's kind of like accumulation of all the work that I've done over the years. And so of course, like thoughts about people from the past come up, uh, the situations that I was going through when writing it the last time or like few times. And so all of those things come up and it's kind of like, being asked to confront those again right so so it's like kind of confronting them and then thinking about them in a new way and so when you said growth it's like a new level of growth so instead of just like burying that in the past it's coming up again but it's coming up again to be healed and let go and and moved through so that's kind of what so in my mind what my ego is doing is being like you need to study more you need to learn more you need to do this but really what's actually happening is no you need to just regulate <laughs> your emotion so when you actually write it you're not all volatile again but it's just like so um having giving myself more grace when I do it because I you know instead of being like I should have studied for three hours and I only was able to put in like half an hour today and then I was like and so yeah and you know what else comes up for me um just as you're speaking the tower is you know on fire there's things going on it's, it is really chaotic and whatnot but it's the tower hasn't fully crumbled yet it's it's still standing strong and I think that just shows like you know even though you're going through these emotional roller coasters and like the, the memories of you know having to uh, of the past of completing this exam and then having to do it again and um you know it's it seems like such a mission but at the same time you were so strong and you just keep nothing has like uh gotten in your way you know you just kind of even though it seems like there are so many things uh, that could be stopping you whether it's your mind or you know external matters of some kind um it's you're still strong and you're still going through and you're doing it again like you're doing the exam again you're still there and you're still going through it which is amazing and um and I think this card just shows that like you are just you're just you're sturdy and also the tower shows it's like if um it reminds me of uh, discipline as well going back to this card it, it's there it's like no I'm, I'm standing here I'm not ready to you know crumble yet I've still got things to do kind of thing and it's it's rooted into the ground, you know, and it's not like, uh, it's not flimsy, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, it's there to, yeah, battle through the war, you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think, yeah, I think it's a, it's a positive card because from that, um, you know, for after, after it, after this period, after the storm, um, you know, there's always going to be um, something on the other side, which is a lot more positive, you know. Um, and, you know, you've got kind of, you've got the rainbow here, but then you've also got the storm. <laughs> you've got a bit of everything. And I think that's what we can expect after this. We can expect another rainbow um, or celebrations um, as well. So I think um, I'm just going to go to the tower um, in my book as well, just to see if there's anything um, extra we could pick up from it. Um, we have, um, yeah, so it's like sudden change, um, upheaval, chaos, which we talked about, um, but revelation and awakening, which is really cool. So I think 
moving forward, um, you know, getting through this period, it's only, it's only going to be um, good that comes out at the end of, end of it. And the reason why I know is because, because the next card is great. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we can, we can that. So we have the three of cups. Um, and again, it's emotions, cups is emotions. Um, three is also cre a creative number, very much around creativity. But you, um, it's a picture of three women celebrating together, celebrating their successes, um, you know, just cheersing their cups together. And yeah, and it's just a very bright card, you know, compared to the tower. It's a, it's a little bit rough, but then we've got the celebration at the end um, and it's daylight, it's there's fruit and flowers everywhere. There's like abundance there. There's, there's yeah, life's good. <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm seeing there. Um, but what comes up for you, Haley, when you see this card? Um, yeah, I don't think anything more than that. Like, it, like you said, there's abundance and celebration. So whether, and that's what I've been thinking too, like whether or not I passed this, it really doesn't matter at this point because I'm unlike in the past where I was tying my whole career and out life outcome to this one exam, I'm not doing that this time. And so it 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 really is like like we were just talking about, it's it's just something that I needed to confront and um go through whatever it is I need to go through over the next couple months and then after that it'll it'll feel, I think you said it before too, it'll be like, things will open up. It'll be like different opportunities because I've had this in my energetic field for so long, I've been kind of holding onto it. And so, but once I write it this time, like I'm, I'm done, like I'm probably never going to write it again. So it'll, it'll, whether or not I pass, it'll just be which opportunity do I take next? Like, it's not going to be like a whole ending. Like I used to be so dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Out to be <laughs> so things yeah so it's like whatever happens I just have to face it one day at a time and then afterwards it'll be like yeah it'll be like a weight has been lifted like oh I don't have to do this anymore yeah. absolutely yeah either 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 way it's it's a celebration and yeah it's amazing because you're always going to get something out of it you know even if it is like a rough rough period of time that we have to go through we always get something good out of it, whether even if it's just a simple lesson. Um, and, you know, but I think this card definitely shows that you're going to be really happy. <laughs> you're going to be relieved. You're going to be, yeah, it's a, it's a good card. Also, there's like, uh, I can see a pumpkin there as well. And, you know, so this, which is like the fall reminds me of, you know, <laughs> which makes sense. It's like good timing. So if you look at look around like October kind of, thing obviously um, the exam's going to be over and that can, that's going to be when you're celebrating um, but yeah I mean I'm going to read a little bit more into this one as well um, the three of cups Um, so yes, celebration, friendship, creativity, as we mentioned as well, um, and collaborations too. So, and you probably find you have more time uh, as well. Like you won't be spending so much energy, uh, you know, preparing and 
thinking about the exam and everything and you're going to have more time uh, and with creativity of course like if you if you've got the creativity there as well then obviously there's going to be um you know more opportunities for yeah all sorts of things um in your business in your life and um yeah it says here if we look at it at like a in regards to like career and, and finances um it says it rep represents a harmonious um work environment you and your colleagues are engaged in your work and are having a lot of fun along the way um the, the workload won't be too high um it's just going to be nice and you can enjoy some downtime <laughs> that's the main thing um and then it says like if you're looking at looking for work or you're wanting to build on something um you can you know connect with um and build on your social networks um and maintain the relationships um because you'll have the time also um you know a new job um what does it say um, often a new job gets found not through job boards but by whom you know so stay connected with various networks um, to maximize potential um, and then financially now it's a critical time not to be too attached to money uh, remember that life is abundant and that your needs will always be met focus on spending quality time with your friends and family and do not be concerned about how much money is coming in and out and out um, which is yeah interesting and also you know you it's a finance exam isn't it yeah yeah so it's very relevant and um yeah you could find that you learn something major through this experience maybe like something that will yeah set you up for you know even in your business even you know like even if it's like not related to just finance it could help you in some way um yeah i think but collaborations like knowing you Hayley like you're very good at collaborating and you know connecting with others and like you know coming up with these creative ideas so I think that that sums you up completely <laughs> I think and it's just great that you're going to have the, the time for it um come September October um and yeah and then you can create the balance that you need referring back to the original um card so overall how do you feel about it like does it how do you feel about those yeah in, yeah in general I think it's something I've been needing to be reminded of over and over again because <laughs> I had another I had another reading with someone it was kind of the same thing it was like no you need to do this just do it like suck it up face it yes the tower it's going to be a bit chaotic and you're going to go through but it's ultimately like something that I'm like I've learned a lot from you know and I'll be able to hopefully help other people to do the same thing in the future is face these kinds of things like and then um knowing that like I really like what you said like no matter what something good always comes out of it mm -hmm. it's not like I was saying before I think what I've really had to learn to is detachment and before, like I said, I was so attached. I was so attached, like I have to pass, like my whole, everything was tied to it. Like my career was tied to it. I was tying my self-worth to it. I was just tied so much to this like one outcome. And then I've had to learn that it doesn't actually mean what I was making it to mean, right? It doesn't, I, and so I've been trying to like see it from a different perspective. Maybe that's also the tower too. It's like seeing things from from a different 
um, way of way of being. It's just like a different way of being how I'm going to approach it this time. So yeah, but whether or not it doesn't matter because I'm not tied tied to it, like it doesn't affect the things that can still come. Like, yes, maybe passing will open up certain opportunities in the finance world, but if not, then I have like other, other things that I'm working on. So it's not like, I'm not tying my whole future. To yeah. like that. It's, it's just, um, this exam is just one piece of the puzzle. You know, it's not everything. Like you've already, you're, you've already got so many creative ideas and so many things that you're working on, like even in your business. And this is just one little piece that, adds value to that you know whether you pass or not you know and I think like just the the experience of it as well is also adding value to you and your story and your clients and you know you totally can share this um, story with them in the future of like just you know pushing through doing the best you can being detached and just you know giving it all you've got for you know th third time's a charm <laughs> you know like you never know yeah. like I think, um, and you know, number three, uh, as three, well, yeah. if you think about how many times, like it's three, it's, it, it's like you celebrate the third time, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it's great. So I can take a picture of this for you and, and send it to you and you can um, reflect on it further and check it out after the exam, you know, celebrate the whole thing. So yeah, <laughs> good thing. Thank you. Okay, so we're gonna. Do you want to switch over? Okay, so we're gonna do your human design chart. Do you have the chart in front of you, Lauren, just to see yes, it? Yeah. Just so you can follow along. So I'm gonna go through. So how I did this because I'm still new at human design. So we're not gonna go through everything. Um, what I what I did before jumping in is I asked to be shown anything that would both benefit you and your business right now. Anything that will help either give you some clarity or um, just kind of direct you in the direction that you'd like to be going in. Um, I know just because I know you that you want to be, you're going to be launching the More Than Worthy program coming up soon. And so that's something, you know, that's probably been on your mind lately. And I, I feel that way because I've been noticing it. Like I read your email and then for some reason at the bottom, I saw your wait list and it's like, oh, she's not launching it yet. Like, so it's so funny when my intuition knows I'm going to be doing something, I see things. And so then I saw your podcast and you, you did your, um, tarot reading and then I've seen you go on live more so so I was just asking like is there anything that will help in that way that will help you um move forward in that direction and enhance in any way so so like so I, just to give you some idea like we're not going to be going into everything but I just wanted the things that would help you the most right now okay so um the arrows so you see the arrows by the the head there yep so we're going to go through those. Those are important. So the first one, so we're starting from the left. Yeah. So the very first arrow there is pointing in, is pointing right, right? Yep, that's right. So the top left arrow is pointing right. So what this is about is like how you work best mm -hmm. and yours is working in flow. And so I was laughing earlier as we were doing our tarot reading together because you were talking about how I need structure like my card came up and it's true because my arrow is pointing in the opposite direction my arrow is left your arrow is right yeah. 
And so while you work better in flow, I work better in structure, which is interesting and something I needed to learn as well, because I still, I'm still, like I said, trying to find the balance. Um, and I've noted, I actually was also saw your story this morning where you said you were going to try to work more in, in structure and it is a balance, but for you, your tendency, it doesn't mean you can't do either one, of course, right? But your tendency and where you thrive is in working in flow. So, um, some recommendations that came to me were like, when you go to sit down, when you look at your calendar, or, you know, you structured out your time, you look at it ask yourself like in the moment your guidance is in the present moment take that moment and ask yourself do is this the best thing for me to be working on right now you know because and I know I do this if I set a structure I'm like I have to do it I set the structure you know I become really rigid and I have this like drill sergeant in my head um but that you don't have to do that it's good to kind of have an idea for your day, but also to go through your day and say, is this really what I want to be working on right now? Yes or no, and kind of go with, and so I'm going to explain to you why that works for you, but asking yourself those yes or no questions is actually part of your human design as well. Ooh. So does this work for me? Is this what I, is this best for my time right now? Is this what so I want to do? I'm feeling resistance to a task. Is that when I would probably, it would be a no, that I'm not, I'm not meant to work on that right now. Or is that my ego? You know what I mean? Yeah, good question. Good question. So that can depend. Sometimes it could be your ego. And what I've been learning re recently too, is sometimes it could be your inner child. Mm. So your ego likes to keep you safe. Your inner child wants to have fun. So it, it's kind of like <laughs> we're trying to figure all these like um, uh, things in our, in our head. So maybe delve into the resistance a little bit and just, again, ask yourself, okay, do I need a break maybe? Or do I need to switch up something that I'm doing right now? Or do I not want to do this because I'm afraid? Because that's a different, that's a different type of resistance. It's like, you know, you, you want to do something. There's a difference between should and want, right? If you're like, I want to do this because I want, because I feel excited about it, but there's some resistance. So for example, this morning, um, when I was thinking about doing this recording and asking you to record our tarot reading, resistance came up for me. And I was like, do I really want to share like, you know, blah, 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 blah. But part of me was like, I want to do this. So I had to dig into the fear of what's really going on here. Right. And so sometimes it is a little bit of a mental game when we're doing it. But, and we, and like, I know sometimes I'm like, this is a waste of time. I should just do it. No, no, it's not. It's a really good exercise to really get into what's going on here. Like, you know, because once you're able, if it is fear, for example, and once you're able to get past that, it's going to be a lot easier to do those things moving forward. So if you're having resistance to, say, showing up on stories, I know that's one for me, and then you you get, you kind of question it and work through it, then next time it gets easier and easier as you're doing them, right? And so it's not a waste of time to go through, this is also something I needed to hear about my studying, it's like going through that emotional um, kind of wave is going to be really beneficial for that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yep. All right. I love that. Yeah. So then the next arrow, the next one down, we're still on the left-hand side. So the bottom left arrow is also facing right for you. Yep. And this means, uh, you are a passive manifester. So this is like your way of manifesting. So there's active and passive. So you and I have this one in common. We're both passive manifestors. And so um, 
this one kind of confused me when I first learned about it, but it's like the active manifestors, um, the woman that I learned this from, she's an active. So she explained the active one so well. And like, I found like the passive didn't really. So let me know, this is good exercise for me too, to let me know what you think about this. But so active, the way she explained it was like, you really like to be involved in the manifestation process and like going along for the ride of being like doing a lot of visualizations like she likes. And that's what her um, business is all about is like creating all those things that help people manifest. And so when she talks about passive, it's like, you don't take as active and as a role, you kind of like allow yourself to sit back and watch things unfold. And so what I interpret that is, is because I do sometimes feel resistance to this like whole manifestation process thing. And I'm like, oh my God, it's overwhelming. Sometimes like, I think there's too much. And so that's where I, I give myself that kind of permission that I don't have to be so active, right? And I can just kind of like, get more it's more for me because I'm also um there's another arrow there's like a specific and non-specific so this is where it's going to be a bit this is where I want to hear how you find the nuances because I'm a non-specific passive manifester so for me the way to manifest is to really just get into the feeling of it like that's the best way to do it is to feel into this is what I want to so for example, in a business, if I want to do a, a live, this is how I want to feel. This is how I want other people to feel. This is the energy I want to bring to it. So that for me is more the non-specific passive is I'm not going to get specific of being like, I want this many people to show up and I want to do, I, that's not going to work for me. It, it, it's too much. So I need to let that go. So for you, you have that passivity as well, if that's word, pass, passive, but you're a uh, specific manifestors so and and this comes up a couple times in your human design is you like details and you probably heard that you probably know this about yourself already and I don't think human design really tells us anything we don't already kind of intuitively know but it's a good way to um it's a good way to just confirm things and, and work with our strengths right so working with the detail details you like details so when you're manifesting so I'm keep going back to this example of the lives for some reason so when you're going live for you it might be fun to sit down and think okay I would really like five people to show up I really want them to feel this way I really want them to be in this kind of energy and bring that energy so that I can bring this energy I'd really like to talk about xyz I'd really does that make sense and but also the passivity of like you don't have to do it every time Maybe you do it one time and then you build on it next time. So you don't need to be so active, but you really like the details. So that's something you kind of want to do as you go into something. It's okay for you to like take your like 10 minutes and think like, okay, what would feel really, really good to me? Yeah. Does that yeah, make sense? For sure. Yeah, definitely. That, that sounds like me. Like when I am in the moment and I want to put out there. I do want to know what I'm what I'm there to talk about, what I'm going to cover, and what my intention is, you know. Um, but I'm not always like that either. So it is, it comes and goes. It's just like, yeah, I'm like, I've got like one foot in, one foot out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
so that's maybe where the past maybe that's why it could that could be sometimes confusing to people when they're certain way sometimes in a certain way the other times it could be that you've already done the work of setting up the details in the past like you already have the idea of the details so now this is just your passively like going with the flow yeah. right so that that's what your other um the first arrow we were talking about is being in the flow that works best for you like go with the flow if the energy is already created you already feel in the mood you already feel it then but if you're coming at something like what we were just talking about with resistance that's a good time to start to ask yourself okay what um what energy do i want to create what's really going on here so you want to like almost dig into the details so that you can come out and then create from that yeah yeah that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, it's crazy how I like it accurate this is. <laughs> I mean, we haven't we've really just touched the surface. <laughs> right? It's getting good. It's getting good. But it's also interesting too, because there are themes, like themes do come up. So okay. So then the the third arrow. So we talked about the fourth arrow, which is the one on the bottom right. And that one for you was facing uh left so your specific manifestor so we just talked about that but the top right arrow is facing right and that's really and this is no surprise it's creativity and imagination those are some of your your strengths right it's being creative and you and i have this one in common is is we like to be creative we like to imagine things we like to see our creativity like come out onto the page or come out in our work and like i know you like to do a lot of arts and crafts and stuff and so um, vision boards for you is such a great way and I'll talk about it again it'll come up again um, but vision boards so important yeah explain why um, okay so then so generator which you knew you're a generator there's five different human design types so um, you and I have this in common we're both generators and so what we're here to raise the energy of the world that's really part of our purpose is to, um, and that's what we were just talking about before, is to look at where the energy is at, where we're at, you know, or if you're in a room, like what does the energy feel like and how can I bring my energy and raise that, you know, it's not like you have to come in and pretend you're all happy when you're not, but it's just like, how can I, we, I just feel a little better. How can I make this one, one person feel better? And that's why we like coaching, right? It's like, yeah. how can, how can I just do, do my part to make this a little bit more, um, have, just raising the vibration in any way. Right. And, and, you know, I, I think you're familiar with, uh, the emotional scale, is when you go from um, angry or jealousy to anger, that's actually raising the vibration, right? Even though we don't think of anger for those as like high vibration, but it's just raising it in any way. So it doesn't matter where you're at, but just, and that's why we're so good at doing it with ourselves is figure out where we're at, what do we need, how to move that up the scale. Um, so how you know you're in alignment with what you're manifesting or with your dreams is a feeling of satisfaction. And this is uh, generators and manifesting generators. That's another type. Um, this is how you know when you're in alignment with, with your purpose, with your goals. It's you feel this level of satisfaction. So 
Um, I'm sure you know the feeling after you do a tarot reading or after you pull cards, you have this feeling of like, ah, yeah, okay, that went, that's what I wanted, that went well, right? That's when you know you're in alignment. And the opposite of that is frustration. Yeah. So I, this really helped me because I used to think like, I am such a frustrated person. Like, why am I always so frustrated? <laughs> but that it's not a bad thing. It's just kind of like, it's an indicator of being like, okay, I feel frustrated. Okay. I need, I need to like sit back for a second, figure out what's going on here. And maybe there's a better way. Maybe I'm trying to push forward in a way that doesn't need to be done. Maybe I'm trying to force something to happen and I don't have to, maybe I'm, I, this is a good time to like take a step back and do meditation or visualization and figure out what is like really going on here right for clarity it's just an indicator that's all it is it doesn't mean you're a frustrated person like I used to think <laughs> just me and that's the way I used to be I'm trying to push trying to force you know and you don't have to yeah um so sorry do you want to jump no, in? I mean that makes total sense like I yeah as soon as I if I feel satisfied like I yeah that I'm in alignment. I never thought about it like that. I mean, I know it's like do do what makes you happy, like that that that's what's aligned for you. But like, I never thought about it like when I'm when I am when I'm asking myself, okay, am I in alignment? Like, am I am I on the right path right now? And I never thought about it um, as like like you know, do I feel satisfied? I mean, clearly, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm trying to get my words up, but like, I know what you're saying, and I think it's like it's so accurate. And I think that's a definitely a question I just need to keep asking myself, you know, like, is, does this satisfy me? Does it, is this making me feel that sense of satisfaction? Because if it's not, then it's not in alignment for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like to think about that. Yeah, it's so simple, right? Yeah. Is it satisfying? Is it not? Is it satisfying? It's just a simple question you can ask it at any time. Yeah. Kind of sets you in the, and that's all you have to do is ask, like, I don't feel like I feel I don't feel satisfied right now what's going on what's going on here you know and then you'll eventually either you'll figure it out right then or maybe you just need a break and then the clarity will come or whatever but yeah yeah sure yeah yeah so making decisions um your sacral center is how you make decisions so listening to your gut trusting your gut and listening to your body yeah. that's something um that we've been taught from our our mentor and yeah asking yes or no questions I think I mentioned that before this is a really important for you is is like I was saying with the going with the flow during the day just ask yourself yes or no question is this um I don't know if you like to use pendulums or you can use your body in any what like just to figure out like is this really what I want to be doing right now yes or no is this really in my highest and best good for this moment? Yes or no? You know, um, a, a simpler way to practice. I'm using business stuff because that was kind of my intention when I set out. But even just simple, this I've had to teach my boyfriend. Um, actually, I make emotional decisions, but I, I have used this yes or no thing. And I know it works uh, when he's like, what do you want for dinner? Right. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> And, and so, but if, if he starts asking me, like, do you want to go to McDonald's? No. Yeah. Do you want to go for sushi? No. Do you want this? And then I'm more able to get clear on what I feel, right? It's like, do you want, do you want to just grab a burger? Okay. Yeah. That's what I want to do. We're going to do that. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
yeah no that's so true is that is that's how that's how I make decisions normally too like it's just it's that re really resonates with me because like it's the same question every day what do you want for dinner and I just can't I can't just come up with it off the top of my head unless I've given myself some options you know earlier on in the day but if, if I hadn't had that time then I have no idea and I need him to list things <laughs> yeah it's the same yeah <laughs> I know this feeling <laughs> yeah so, yeah it's the same thing so bring that into your business like yeah schedule your time but then be like is this really what I want to be doing right now is there something else that's kind of got me because because if you're trying to force that's where the frustration is going to come in and a lot of business coaches, not a lot, I shouldn't generalize, but I've noticed there are certain business coaches that I've had to, they'll say, set your time up and then you stick to it no matter what. Actually, and this is the exam we were talking about earlier. That's how my professors taught me to be, is like you, you schedule your time, you start at 9 a.m. and you write a case and you just do it, right? But then um, those, so then I was ignoring those, emotional I'm an emotional decision maker ignoring those emotional things like and not I'm like just got to do it just got to do it right so that's if you're feeling frustrated that's the time to step back and ask yourself is this really what I want to be doing is this really for my highest and best good is this going to help me get to my destination what is my destination and what and then getting into those details and then you'll be able to come out of it and say like oh and that, that's where your intuition will come into play. When you get into the manifestation, visualization, making your vision boards, that's when you're going to start having those creative ideas because your intuition is really tied to creativity uh, for, for, I think, most of us, but like, especially the creative imaginative types, our intuition comes through. It's like, oh, you really like to do that? Oh, here, try this idea. Have fun with this. Instead of trying to follow the formulas, our guidance is in the now. So being in the now and asking those questions and getting really, really clear where your energy is at right now. Yeah. It's going to be super helpful. Yeah. Guidance is in the now. I really like that. Yeah. I've never thought about it before. Yeah. I mean, all of it's, all of it's like, my mind is just like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I get it. I understand. She speaks my language, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's good. Oh. Okay, this one's important too. Okay, good. Your environment. So I didn't, I was going to say this at the beginning, but you, this overall theme for your reading for today is community. I like to tie the things to themes. Community is your theme, okay? It's your, it's your like <laughs> spice of life is kind of like I heard. I don't know if that, that makes sense, but it's like community is your, um, your jam um, markets aka so they in in the oh I'm getting chills like this is so fun um environment in human design is kind of like the area you thrive in yours is markets aka community and it's where people come together with a common goal and so I've seen you do this where you want to bring people together to like create together that's because that's what lights you up that's what you love and so you want to really drive that idea home when you're um one talking about your program because you're not your more than worthy program is more than just a course because there are like when I tell you like there are you've probably taken them too or I know people have there's courses where you literally you just sign up and you go through the modules one by one that is not your course 
Okay. So you really want to make sure you tell people that because people, there are people out there who need the community who have this actually, I'm thinking of someone else. I just did their chart and I'm going to be doing it for her soon. Hers has community in it as well. Hers, I think it's markets as well. I think, I don't know, I have it here in front of me. Yeah, markets is where she thrives as well. There are people who need that to, to be creative, to um, move forward. And, and that's why like a lot of people like having nine to five jobs is because that is a sense of community, right? You show up, you're all working for the same thing. But for people, and I think you've told me before, correct me if I'm wrong, but your ideal client is like expats. Yeah. Something like that, or one of them. It doesn't yeah. have to be all of them, but somebody you like to market to because they are like um, a little more uprooted. The word is coming to mind is uprooted, right? Those people who are traveling, who don't really feel like, or like creatives who are trying to have their own business and they're wondering why they're frustrated because they're alone. And there are people, and we're going to talk about this when we talk about energy centers, is people who are not, um, don't have defined, certain defined centers, they need other people's energy in order, like, um, okay, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but energy centers in the human design, they're either um, defined, undefined, or open. And so the difference between them is when you're defined, you have a defined energy center, you, um, can generate that energy from within. But when it's open or undefined, you don't generate that energy within, you're looking for it from the external. You're looking for where you can get that energy from. And so nobody has all defined energy centers, right? Nobody has them all defined. So they need to figure out. So one of the really cool things about this is when you figure out which ones are not, then you can figure out like, where can I get that energy from? And how can I like balance what I, what are my gifts and strengths with what I need to learn? And, and so why I said all that is because you are building a market where you can help bring people together to be creative together with that common goal. And so really not, I'm not saying, I'm not telling you, you have to focus, but remember that while you're selling this course it's not just about like here's a course you do by yourself because there there are those and those those are fine and they have um value in a certain way but you're really wanting because that's where you thrive and this is what you want out of this but you also you want to find those people you want to find those also those people to bring them together I see like people coming grouping around you is like um this is what we're going to do together. This is our common goal of being creative or creating whatever it is that they need so that um, you're raising that energy, right? Like as you, we all raise together. So oh, I'm getting really emotional. When you first mentioned um, that I create community, um, because I, I didn't think I was like that. It's so weird. I, I was thinking that, oh no, I'm solo. I'm you know introverted. I'm like, I'm not like this kind of thing because I've had this pull lately to create a community that's more local and uh, that's in, it's physical. It's in real life 3D, <laughs> whatever. Like I haven't experienced that for a while, but like, I'm like, I'm craving this, you know, to bring it offline and bring it out into the, into the real world and, and, 
space, but I've been scared. But then you just, in a way, maybe because of the times you're in, I'm not sure, but like I've just had, I've been hesitant about it or I'm nervous or something. That you saying that this is what lights me up, this is what drives me. I do. There is a part of me that knows that. And then when I think about the times where I have been in that, in that situation, I am completely lit up and I am like super happy. You know, even even like random things, like I mean, in my part-time job, for example, at a team meeting, if I get a chance to talk and you know or help them in some way um on live on the meeting or whatever it just makes me feel so good and i'm like yay like i don't know i just and i got a little bit emotional when you brought that up i was like i need it i need to hear that today because it just gives me that permission to just trust that and and go for it and create that community you know and can keep keep like promoting it as a community and it's not just like a solo journey you know what i mean yeah i love yeah. Um, I'm jumping around a bit. I'm, I apologize because I'm still learning how to give these readings, but I'm just, I just wanted to touch on something that we were talking about before about the um, um, vision boards. So there's a strongest sense, each of, each of us there, I think there's like six or seven, but we each have kind of like our strongest sense and yours is your inner vision. And so visualization, meditation, um, making vision boards for you with very specific details of what you want like if that to the point that it, it brings you joy like don't if you're getting frustrated like jump stop back and jump take a step back but if you're feeling like like say let's use the example of who's creating community you want to put that on your vision board get really clear like what kinds of people like do you you know or or really clear on like the environment you want to meet in. Because we're opening back up again, it might not be something you do tomorrow, right? But if this is gonna be your long-term vision, think about the areas you wanna meet in. Do you really like, think about like, for, okay, for, I'm gonna use my example, is I really love the smell of being in a coffee shop. And so when I wanna, I used to like to study in coffee shops because I really just loved the environment, the smell, the like other people are there. So it's not so much for me because mine isn't markets. Mine's actually caves. So I actually thrive when I'm at home. Um, but so it's not so much that I want to go to a coffee shop to work with people. I actually only want to do my own thing, but it's just like the general environment. But for you, what's the general, like think of specific details of a general environment you want to be in to have people in there with you. Do you want it to be set up like a classroom, you know, with chairs and seats, or do you want it more like a circle? Do you want it more like you have pillows? Get into those details because that's what you really like and put those on your vision board, like find those pictures of things and stuff because that's going to really um, bring that creative energy to you. Um, and so, okay, so I already described energy centers. They're defined, undefined, and open. And so I'm not going to go through each one of your centers, but I, I went through the chart and picked out and kind of like let my intuition jump, let things jump out at me. I also was doing mine and another woman. So I was like comparing them all to see like, so I could tell you about comparisons because I feel like comparisons really give a uh, more context, like what I was saying before, because 
sometimes we hear things and we're like, isn't everyone like that, right? Like, because things are so natural to us, we just think that's natural, right? But when you hear other people, and that's so I'm using mine a lot, when you hear like what works for me, and then you're like, oh, that wouldn't work for me. That makes sense why mine, why it's so strong, right? So markets, you said that really hit home. And when I was reading it, I was like, no, I don't work, like I'll work in a group, and that's kind of what's interesting when I was so in my nine to five, I was always wanting to work from home. And when I'm at home, like, anyways, but markets, so important. So looking at your chart, so you can see that you have three centers that are undefined and one is completely open. So completely open means those like numbers aren't highlighted at all. So that's your, the, the ego. I also call it the heart center. Um, little triangle. The little triangle, yeah. So they call it the ego center. Uh, to me, it's the heart center. So you know when I do my chakra readings, I do the seven chakras. But really to me, the, the nine, there's nine, and one is the heart and then the higher heart. Yeah, that's what so I the, the higher heart. I've heard it, that. This, so the G center is the one in the very center. That to me is a higher heart center. And the lower one, the one that you have that's completely open, that's the, the heart. So the heart and the higher heart. And then there's the root, you know, the root at the bottom. Um, and then the, there's the one, the spleen is on the very right. The very right you have, uh, it's defined and you have gate 32 highlighted that's the spleen that to me is like connect and yours is connected to the root center and I think in my mind isn't mine as well I think it's all but anyways it's kind of like there and they're very connected for you yeah so I'll start at the top and go down I don't want to jump around and overwhelm you too much so the head almost every single chart I've done the head is undefined and I think (laughs) I think it's because um, this is where I think the spiritual entrepreneurs that I'm going to be working with, our heads are all undefined because that's, we're really open to the spirituality. And so it's so funny because actually my boyfriend, his is defined and he's less open to my whole, like, I'm like, you want to pull cards? You want to do this? And he's like a little bit more resistant to it. And that's fine. Um, because, and that's just, you know, that's his, his design, but so the, the spiritual entrepreneurs that I've come across and done, done so far, it's, and I have this like kind of, um, knowing that I think that's going to be a pretty similar thing across the board. So the importance of that is meditation is so, so important. And I think that's probably why we've all kind of grasped spirituality and gone into spirituality because we we learned at some point in our journey that meditation is important. And the reason why is because we're not creating that energy ourselves. We rely on energy externally. And so in there has been programming from our external in that area. So like for me, I grew up in the Catholic church. My, my mother was very much, um, was a, I, actually I should look up my mother's and see what her head center is, but she's very like the Catholic religion, you follow the Catholic religion, right? And so at some point in my journey, I had to learn to be more open because I'm more open-minded. So I had, so I had to learn different spirituality to then come to what's 
is true for me. And so meditation is so, so important to, to get the energy you can ask for it, right? You can be sent the energy that you need to like help you with your mental clarity, help you with your spiritual practices, whatever it is that you're needing in the day, meditation is gonna be really helpful for that. I need to get back into the routine of that because it comes and goes. It's just not consistent, you know, like I, like sometimes I'll do, I'll be consistent with it and then I won't do it for weeks, you know, and I think that it keeps coming up for me. Like even my mentor at the moment, he's like, how's your meditation going? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's not going, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I've had really intense experiences before, you know, like 10 day silent retreats and then, and then I'll just have nothing for like months <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny because when I was writing this sometimes my hands just get I was like very open-minded <laughs> you are a very open-minded person so and that's good but the thing is is like because it you can pick up on other people's thoughts and so that can be good or bad because sometimes other people can give you what I was saying before you can give you that energy that you you want or you you need because you don't it's not defined you're not creating it within you pick up another but that can also be um, harming or detrimental so you have to be really cognizant in the brain cognizant of of the thoughts you're thinking right and and you can ask yourself is this mind to process that's a really good question for undefined centers is this mine is this my energy to process do I need to be processing this actually um the woman that I did her course where I was learning a lot of this information you and she have very similar human designs your arrows are all the opposite but your energy centers are the exact same wow and so that was something she taught and so that's I think why it's coming up for me to help you with is she asked this because it didn't really resonate with me, but I, I remembered it. So I think it's good for you too, is um, asking yourself, is this mind to process? Not just for your mental, but the other two centers I'm going to talk about too that are undefined for you, they're emotional. Mm -hmm. So if you pick up on thoughts or you pick up on emotions and sometimes maybe they seem out of place or maybe they start to feel frustrating, you know, that out of line you can ask yourself, is this mind to process? And you'll either get a yes or no, because that's your strength is yes or no. And then that'll either just like dissipate, or maybe if you get a yes, it's just like, okay, what do I need to kind of, you know, process here what's going on? And so that's both for your thoughts and for your emotional state. So I think it came up in the head because mine's also open. So that's a good question for me to ask when I have thoughts, because I, I do think I pick up on other people's thoughts. And um, I have a good example, this example came to mind so I know they're showing me yes it's true is I was uh, playing volleyball with my siblings we had a team for a while and I in my head super loud was just like she's a b-i-t-c-h and I don't use that word like I don't think that very often and so I was kind of shocked and taken aback like it was so strong in my head like she's a you know and I was like I was so, I was like, whoa. And at first, my first initial, my ego was to like berate me. Like, why would you say that about this girl? And I'm like, I don't even think, I didn't even know the girl. Like, I was like, I don't even think I know her. Like, why would I say that? And I realized I was picking up on her thoughts for whatever reason she was thinking it. I don't know what was going on, but then I was, cause, and it's funny that I had that moment of clarity. Cause in that moment I was like, 
what's going on? Like my, my initial question was what, what is that thought? And it was like, it's not yours. It's like, it's not yours to process. So if you pick up, if you notice that you, you just have to ask that question and then you can either let it go, or maybe it's a thought that you just want to like tackle for a while or ask questions or whatever, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, something else I noticed in your head center that you and I have in common is gate 61. Yeah. That gate is highlighted, gate 61. Um, that's mystery. So we're intrigued by the mysteries of life. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Isn't that so true? Eh? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's it's what I'm <laughs> part of my astrology too I remember reading it in one of my astrology charts it's like you just love like the mystery of the human mind and I'm like oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so accurate <laughs> like when I was a kid I would I loved reading Nancy Drew did you ever read Nancy I, Drew? I heard of her I maybe I saw the movie at one point when they made a movie yeah, but yeah I don't remember um okay I know you have a cutoff so no it's okay we can we can go I, I we can go for another 10 okay okay yeah I'm yeah I think we can get through it okay so then the next one okay, I, sorry sorry it's fine if you want to continue like I'd love I'd love to listen it was just um I have a call at six but I wanted to have a break in between but I'm actually really this is kind of like my break you know I'm enjoying I'm enjoying every minute so yeah you just okay. shake if you need to and then go from there yeah okay I I don't I think we'll we'll be able to get through it okay. Okay, so the next one that stood out to me to talk about is the throat center. And so, so the head is the very top and then the third eye and then the throat. So the throat kind of jumped out because there's two gates that are highlighted. Um, and the reason I think is because I know you're going to be sharing a lot more, you know, as you launch your More Than Worthy program, your throat is very important because that's how you share, right? That's how you express yourself and, and that's how... Um, the throat center, like chakra wise, I always say this in my chakra card readings, is like the throat center is what changes from the internal to the external. So your internal world is shared, like, right, your internal world is shared through your throat. And so for you, gates 62 and 56 are highlighted. And so what I called you as the practical storyteller. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's very cool, because that's kind of what happened in our tarot reading, right? That's, that's, you come alive when you're sharing your story and you're telling people how things can change for the better. Um, how if you, and that's why coaching, I think, comes so strongly too, is because that's a really big part of coaching is sharing, or, and not even coaching, like teaching as well, right? Coaching is to help other people pull their knowledge out of them. Teaching is sharing your story and sharing the story of others so that you can show people there's a different way people who are feeling stuck or are unaware of, of the infinite possibilities of life that's where a strong point of your throat center comes in and so while you're launching tell your story why tell your why tell why is more than worthy important why is why do you love it so much? How has it helped you? It's going to be a bit vulnerable, but 
when in your life did you not feel worthy and how did that affect you? And then to then come to a place, tell that story. Like, what did you go through in order to then shift? Oh my God, I'm getting so many chills. Like, this is so cool. Um, when did you get or how and where you got to that point where it was like, then you felt worthy? And okay, but I say that worthiness is not a destination, right? No, this is this is also another point that came up for me yesterday, because, you know, there are certain areas in my life personally, where I'm like, yeah, I deserve that. I'm worthy, right? And then there are other areas where I don't feel that way. And so worthiness is not a destination where you get maybe for certain things, like maybe before you didn't feel worthy of of owning a business. So I'm using me as an example. I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel like I had the skills or the energy to be an entrepreneur to then going through a certain series of events to then being like, okay, maybe I can do this, you know, but then there are things within the business. So I got to the point starting my business, I felt worthy, but there are a million other points within my business where like, I, you know, I'm like, I can't do that. And then you get to a point. Okay. Right. So what you're, you're not selling it's difficult to sell a course because certain courses, they want you to sell a destination. So maybe with a course, you want to say specifically um, what kind of destination you're creating with the course, but within your community. So this is why this ties in together. Your community is not about getting to a destination. Your community is about creating a energy of worthiness that is of lifelong lessons, yeah. right? So yes, your course is going to help people get from point A to point B. And so you want to be really clear and specific, and you're good at that because you're detail-oriented, clear and specific with the details about what the course is going to get them. But also you want to have a whole other side of showing people that this isn't just about a course. This isn't, you're not just signing up so that you can click, click here, click here, click here, and watch a video. You're signing up because you're going to be part of this community of women and um, maybe doing these tarot readings will show like what kind of women are in your community. Women who are either building businesses like I am or women who are learning more about more creativity because it brings them more joy or whatever it is for them that this, uh, this creative community that you're bringing together and what it brings you because being creative and we were talking about this too at the beginning, being creative is like, it's a connection to your intuition. Creativity is connected to your sense of purpose. Creativity is connected to your sense of well-being and overall life happiness. Like I know back when I was just like working and going to school, I made no time for creativity, but my soul craved it. And I remember like really getting upset one day and thinking like, why don't I have enough time for creativity? I was doing it to myself. I just didn't see it at the time, right? I was so focused on, I need to be structured and get my crap done every day that I wasn't allowing for that creativity to come in. And it was really stunting, like it really stunted my growth. And so those, that I think I'm thinking of myself back then would have really benefited from having that message of like, hey, you want to do better in your job? Hey, you want to like feel better on a day-to-day basis? Incorporate creativity, you know? I, I'm sure it came to me some way or another, but that's kind of like a good message. I'm just throwing out ideas. I know you know your- that's, that's, really, that's really speaking to me. 
and I think it's exactly what I needed to hear because I am kind of in that phase and I'm like what it what does like I know what more worthy offers but sometimes I'm like what does it really offer you know and am I explaining that you know in the launch period where I am promoting it am I explaining that well enough and I think it sums it up like you think about all the women who have gone in there and they really enjoyed the community part of it you know they enjoyed the um how they were able to reconnect with that creative part of themselves that you talked about like you know in a child um finding purpose doing what lights them up and connecting with the intuition all this stuff and i i think yeah you're so right like it's just speaking about that and sharing my story of craving that myself and finding that myself i think is going to really help so i think this is really valuable because I'm trying to get clear on the content that I want to put out and I'm like, hey, what am I actually going to talk about? And I think just sharing the stories and actually the real, where it really began too, because like I, I kind of grazed the surface, but there are some pivotal moments in my life where I'm like, no, that actually is where where I found the real inspiration to make a change, you know, like, and maybe I haven't mentioned those parts. And it's not about oversharing, but just like sharing just bits a little bit more, you know what I mean? Like, um so yeah I love that yeah that's great <laughs> this is I'm just loving the whole thing it's amazing <laughs> yeah okay cool okay so this is um hopefully are we going over your time yeah it's fine you keep going. this is gonna be this is like to me this is like the meat and potatoes so this is where so we're gonna talk about the two um open centers so you have an open center and then an undefined center. They're pretty similar. It's just like the open center is even a little more fluid than an undefined center. Yeah. So it's your, uh, I'm going to call it the heart and the solar plexus. Yeah. So um, this is really, really interesting. So usually when I create bracelet sets, you know how I told you I haven't created your bracelet set yet. And I've created bracelet sets for um, quite a few women that we did the Awakener group together. And it hit me the other day. I was like, you never created one for Lauren. And I think it was because it's supposed to tie into this. And this is actually a really cool learning experience for me because I've always done it based on kind of like what I know about the women or what their like core desired feelings are, or I've done it based on their shocker readings. Like I did their cards. I pulled cards for them. We had discussion and then like my intuition just kind of took over. But for this, I'm, I used your human design chart. And so because you are open in your solar plexus and heart, those are, are really um, tied to uh, value mm -hmm. and the workplace and money mm -hmm. and career and like those kinds of things, because it's like this, this giving and receiving energy in our solar plexus and heart. I think of like the yin and yang symbol. They really need to be balanced. They really need, if you're over giving, you're not receiving. And if you're, if you're too like, um, if you're worthiness, so this is why it came up for me because this is what you teach. Yeah. It, and we actually, we most teach what we need to learn. And often people teach what their open or undefined centers are because it was so fluid. And so mine, I'll tell you mine after, but because they're so flu fluid, we, we get programming from external, from outside of us. And so we've had to learn how to um, unlearn, <laughs> right? Unlearn the programming so that we can then um, go with the energy that we really want to create. And for you, 
that's exactly, and we've had this conversation before, for you is worthiness. Worthiness, and that's why, is because you have these two undefined centers. And so whatever programming you learn from your parents or schooling or, or this society, you know, all those things that at some point you maybe learned something that wasn't working for you, and so you unlearned it. And uh, I'm really going to the right side of the body for some reason. So something about the masculine side and the, um, because you are, you're very feminine and loving, your heart center is very open. Cause I was like, I kept seeing green. And so you have a very strong pink, higher heart center. Mm -hmm. You're very loving. You're very compassionate. You're very forgiving. You're very just like soft and feminine. That's me is like, I'm getting chills. You're, you have this like pink energy but it's the green it's the underneath it's the the green kind of this feeling of those feelings of like abundance and growth and stuff that's tied to the solar plexus the solar plexus is a very masculine energy so those two together need to be more in balance and that's just because like I said just programming right and so just getting really clear on what um and so um I know like you've told, like you've shared with, hopefully it's okay that I'm sharing this, but in the past when your launches didn't go the way you wanted and maybe it felt really frustrating because you were trying to be very masculine about it because that's what people have taught you, right? It's that programming. It's because you don't create that energy from within you're, and that's what we all do, right? Like this is just, it's a normal thing. It's like, then we look outside of ourselves. How do I create this energy? I'm not creating it for myself. How do I be more masculine in my, in my business and my launches? And it's, and so people taught you things and then it wasn't an alignment for you. So you got frustrated, didn't give you the outcome. Does this make sense? Or am I like, absolutely. Yeah. So when, so yeah, so when I was thinking about bracelets, that's, I'm thinking green, 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 but then as I read your chart, it was like the yellow needs to come in too. And so there's some very specific crystals that are green and yellow. And one of them is, um, I'm wearing it right now. So it's this peridot. Yeah. So peridot is like the abundance stone. It's, um, it's for like growth and wealth and receiving wealth and generating wealth and generating you know like like when I first started reading about it I was like oh this is like my money stone but there's a couple money stones but this one specifically has that yellow and green energy in it that's really going to benefit you the other one then is the green it's green adventuring that one it, it's like you can see it's like a translucent green it's not like the darker greens it's like a greeny yellow so it's that green um and solar plexus it's like the combination of the energy like I was saying it's like the balancing of the energy and then um I also added pyrite and pyrite's the wealth prosperity stone like it's they call it fool's gold you know got that I've got a chunk of it here oh perfect it's, yeah. it's got the like masculine, um, that, that really like rock hard energy. They say that they even has like gold in it, some of them. So the combination of them together, I called it valuable. So it's like really owning your value of, of this, of what you do is really, um, 
because like what I was thinking is like I wanted to originally call it worthiness right because that's like to me that's your brand is like worthiness but what I was saying before is how worthiness isn't just a destination worthiness is always a thing and worthiness can come up in all areas of life feeling worthy of love feeling worthy of money feeling worthy of freedom feeling worthy of creativity those so that can affect any chakra but for you the green and the yellow is it's not just the worthy it's a worthiness in your business but it's like owning your value you know it's the work that you do has value and you deserve to be compensated for it and so that the balance of the giving and the receiving energy really needs you give and then you receive it's not about just giving 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 it's it's like it has to be that balance right yeah, yeah. that makes sense yeah Nori, absolutely yeah and it's right on time I need to hear this you know like because it's always the same every time I go into a launch it's always like okay you know is is what I have to offer valuable first of all like is you know am I adding enough value and then like it's always like wait am I offering this for enough you know enough money as well am I going to be receiving enough in return um so it's always like a hot topic like this time around like you usually um, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about it. It's more just, yeah, I just need these final reminders just before I go all in. Cause it's like the next three weeks and, um, yeah. And just getting clear on the message and, and inviting those women into the community side of things and focusing on that and, and showing the value in that as well, you know, um, but these, yeah, it'll, it's all saying yes to me <laughs> and also um these bracelets are beautiful like, i love them like how can i how can i get one? <laughs> oh yeah no i i created your set all uh, i'll send you pictures and and if you want to get them i'll let you know how but yeah, yeah this one it, that's what i want to start doing is sharing how i've created these sets because they're often based on people and the energy we're in this one's like this one's inspired by you so <laughs> so much I'm so grateful I, I and I don't like I have a couple of bracelets but not like um specific for me you know what I mean like they're just ones that I've made maybe at the time I was drawn to them and then I just um I just chose them and and I love them but like to have something that was like made based on what you know your makeup like that's pretty cool you know and yeah I'd love to yeah get my hands yeah. on okay yeah so I will I'll let you know um yeah so the the only last thing quickly and then we can go I know you have to go is just it's just a reiteration but in you you know how in your um solar plexus the gate 37 yep gate 37 is connect to community so I think that was our overall theme so I just wanted to end it on that is like really this idea of community is really going to help you and can in that creating that community of um the willpower and the drive that we were just talking about of creating that together bring you want to bring in those people and and mine's actually defined so if you need that energy <laughs> my uh those two for me are defined so i generate that energy so maybe that's why i was here to help you with that energy a little bit like find finding those people who can um, balance you know because my actually most of my centers are open, which I think I'm going to do a podcast episode and talk about that because it's actually kind of Most weird. of your centers are open. Most of them, except for uh, the four at the bottom. Okay. So the the root, 
sacral, solar, and the two that you have undefined, those yeah. four are defined for me. Okay. The spleen is completely open, which is what I'm here to teach about, which is about fear because I felt all the fears because I get programmed from everybody else. <laughs> and then everything else is undefined. So yeah, wow. very interesting. Uh, Nori, I love human design. I want to, this is, this is also really good for me because like I'd forgotten about it for some time, you know, and I really want to read up on it again. I had this book called, um, it was just called Human Design by, um, it starts with C, I'm not sure. I'll send it to you, but he's, he's from the UK and it was like a detailed, like it's like a textbook on it. And it was really good, oh, yeah. really handy to have. Yeah, I love it. it back with me. I don't know why I left it in Australia. <laughs> that was a big mistake, <laughs> but um, I can get another one, I guess. Um, but no, thank you so much. Like this has honestly been, yeah, amazing. I'm just loved it. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I'm glad. I'm glad. I felt like super excited to share all of it. It just came like <laughs> flooding out of me. So <laughs> you know what? Wait, I'm I'm just gonna stop recording here, and okay. we can um. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about today's guests, you can find their links and contact information in the show notes below. You can also find me, Haley K, on Instagram at Haley K Coaching, or grab your copy of the Spiritualpreneur Planner and sign up for my email list, where you'll be kept in the know on upcoming episodes, exciting events, and bonus resources to help you grow your spiritual business. Did you love this episode? Please be sure to like, subscribe, and write a review so we can spread this information to more spiritual printers like you. See you next time.